Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air, everywhere. Welcome into the podcast dojo. No days off. No days off. As it is a brand spanking new edition of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller and Danny G Radio. And it's all about the mail, Danny. It's all about yeah. what a fantastic weekend so far. We start with a penny, and then we had a top five guest in George Nori, who, by the way, Ben is the very first guest that I've had ask me for questions in advance because <laughs> he's so old school. He's like you, he'll prepare an interview, even. You got to admire that. Yeah, I love George. It was great to talk to him. It was it was really surreal because I'm a fan and I've, I've run into him. We don't really know each other. I've run into him a few times over the years at the Premier Networks building. Uh, but his show starts before mine and my show ends after his. And so we don't normally run into each other. I actually end up parking near George's car quite a bit in the in the lot. And so I I see more of his car than I see of him. But a few times we've run into each other. I've done shows from across from the Coast to Coast studio. In fact, when Fox Sports Radio started years ago, the studio, the original studio we had, which was a temporary studio, was right across the hall from uh, we had Jim Rome on one side and Coast to Coast was on the other. And so uh, back back then, Art Bell hosted Coast to Coast, but George took over shortly after and it was it was really cool to talk to him. It was like it felt like I was talking to the radio and the radio was talking back to me. <laughs> so that was that was pretty neat. And it's interesting because me and the other employees at FSR, we know when you park next to Nori because it looks like a Bentley dealership. <laughs> uh no, no, no. It's uh what doesn't belong here. It's uh, <laughs> there's a nice car and then uh <laughs> both doing overnights, but one well one thing stands out like a sore thumb. Uh, which one would that be? Uh, anyway, let's get to Ohio, Al. Here's the mailbag. Here we go. It's in the bag. All right. Very good. Right to it we go. Come back, pay attention. It's time for mail call. First up is Pat from Medina, Ohio. He says, Ben, 
I have been a super fan for years. Let me stop right there. Mazel tov. Uh, thank you. He says, I tweet at you from Haddonfield, 1981. I have seen that. He says, my question for the mailbag is that since you announced your new new contract with FSR, I have noticed an uptick in promotion for your show on the iHeart feed of Fox Sports Radio. Was that part of the negotiations with management? If so, it was a brilliant move. I never heard any promotion before, and now you are all over the place. Uh, thank you. Keep up the great work. That's from Pat in Medina, Ohio. Well, I was negotiating with the suits at Fox. I had several meetings, uh, email correspondence, phone calls. I'm my own agent. So I'm like a Lamar Jackson, Danny. I, I don't have no. an agent. Uh, I, don't, I don't have my mom. She passed away years ago. So it's only me. Um, yeah. And uh, I was, I was talking to those guys. And so we did bring up multiple things. I, I not per se, you know, I, I didn't say, Hey, the iHeart feed, you got to put more promos in or anything like that. But I, I just wanted to make sure that the overnight show was not ignored. And I wanted to make sure that we got the proper credit. Cause we, we have four hours of real estate and we're all one big happy family. And let's be honest about it, Ben. They weren't sure if they were going to whack you or not. They were on the fence. And then once they decided, all right, let's resign this guy. Then, then they could like put your promos in place. Well, that could actually, you could be onto something because there were, you know, there was a chance I wasn't going to stay. I mean, there were other people that were interested in me, so uh, I, I didn't want to leave. I never really wanted to leave, but it's one of those things where, yeah, you don't know, maybe, maybe you'll go somewhere else, and uh, whatever the case. I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad you've been listening all these years, Pat. Thank you, thank you for supporting the show, feeding the content machine, which is so important as we attempt to find gold day after day after day. And so we, we do appreciate it. If only their organization had enough coin, you could have been Barstool Benny. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> well, and there's a lot of gambling money passing around these days, uh, Danny G, too. There's a lot of that money. All right, uh, next up here, what do we have? Let's see. Bam, motherfucker. All right, next up is Pierre from a stone's throw away of the birthplace of Connie Mack. Not in Springfield, Mass., right near Muffet McGraw and the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame, unless he is. Uh, Pierre writes in, Ben, with the recent game show cheating scandal of 2022 and the horrid performances of some of the newbies, is there any chance you bring back the word of the week or even coach, player, entertainer? Secondly, what the hell happened to Helen and Stu? Respectively, Pierre, uh, who writes in, well, that's a great question. I hope they're okay. I genuinely hope Helen and Stu are okay. These two emailed every week for many, many months, maybe even like a year. We heard from them every so often. And then all of a sudden, boom goes the dynamite. And is exited stage right. And I have noticed on this podcast, we have had people who have been big fans of the podcast listen every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then they, like, vanish. Who, me? Right? They just, like, they move away. Like, for example, here's another one. I don't know if you remember this, Pierre. Before Danny G was part of the podcast, we had Kentucky Tay and Jay, this this really cool couple. They sent me a, a Hilltoppers hat from, from Kentucky. That's in my hat collection. Fans of the show, they had a had a, a young family, and they would email questions every week. And I don't think I've heard from them since the end of 2020. And we're, we're getting you know closer and closer to the end of 2022. Like they just, they went away. I'm a pilot. Also another one who was regular in the mailbag. Ruff, ruff. I, I think it was Gascon too. Yeah, it was one of his burner accounts. Yeah, yeah. Is it just a coincidence that I'm a pilot? Stopped emailing as soon as Gascon left the show. Hmm. Things that make you go hmm. Um, but as far as to answer your question, I do not see Coach Player Entertainment coming back. Although, because I, I like the Maller Militia feud, it's more fun when we get good contestants, which is rare. Uh, I could see the word of the week on the podcast, though. We could bring the word of the week to the podcast where I word or phrase of the week where I explain the origins. I love the origins of words and phrases. 
And so I can certainly see that on the podcast on Saturday, some point down the line, uh, doing that. Things are kind of jumbled right now with Benny versus the Penny being on the podcast. We'll see if it stays on the podcast for the long haul. Who knows what's going to happen with that? It might move somewhere else. Uh, all right, let's keep going on uh, the mail, mail, mail. These are actual letters by actual listeners. And it's like a boxing match. We're boxing the mail, unless we are not boxing the mail. But let's see. Here. I got mail. Yay. I got mail. Yay. Barry from Nashville writes in. He says, Yo, yo, Ma, Benny, and Danny G. When. You do trivia on terrestrial radio. You say, I cannot read that on the radio. Have you ever thought about taking those responses you can't read on the radio and bringing them over to a segment on the real fifth hour? It would be awesome to hear some of those responses. Uh, Barry, I've been asked this, a lot of the lame jokes, the really offensive lame jokes, people have been saying, do them on the podcast, do them on the podcast. I think we've talked about this, Danny, though. The problem with the podcast, it's a blessing and a curse. We are allowed to do X-rated content and taboo stuff on the podcast. Dude. He blew me off at a hotel near LAX. <laughs> okay, calm down. It also is out there forever. And uh, it's like somebody, some wokesters could go down the line, could listen to a, a podcast where we say stuff that's tremendously offensive and then use that against us. You know what I'm saying, Danny? Well, I would like to say fuck those wokesters right now. <laughs> <laughs> they would have to find this and be like, oh, my God, 17 minutes into that podcast, did you hear what he said about me? You're exactly right, though. You have to be careful what you leave out there for the world to consume. Yeah, and I have heard stories where people have gotten in trouble, like lost jobs for stuff they said. They were just goofing around on a podcast and the the uh, people who have uh, something shoved up where the sun don't shine heard it and got all bent out of shape and all that and so now some some of the stuff I, I would put on but we got to pick our spots Danny right we got to pick our spots yeah and I and I it's not like we hold back a whole bunch on this podcast we we speak our minds from time to time yeah Brian Bill Brian Billick Plus, the other thing is a lot of that, the, the answers, it's really funny in the moment. Out of context, I don't think it would be funny. Like, people are reacting to stuff that I said or yeah. question. And well, you'd have to take a screenshot, too. And then, yeah, you'd be going back to, like, 20 different screenshots. And you're right. You'd have to set everything up. It would take way too long. Yeah, I'd be a pain in the behind. You've got mail. Mike from Fullerton writes, and he says, I assume... This is just about the easiest time of the year to come up with topics for your Mallard monologues. So when is the hardest time of the year? And for Danny G, when is the easiest and hardest part of the school year uh, for you? So I'll go first here, Mike. Really no hard time. And I don't think there will ever be a hard time again. Uh, there were points in my career back in the Stone Age when I started long ago before the internet really got going where there were some days where we were really scratching and clawing and trying to find things to talk about. But in the age of the internet, in the age of the 24 hour sports television, sports radio formats, there's billions of dollars on the line. There's TV shows and radio shows looking for content every day. And so it's kind of like the way I look at meat, cut that meat. You know, there's different grades of meat. You can get uh, you know, different cuts of meat, different qualities of meat. And th th there are times, usually I would say June, July, where it can, can be a little slow, can be a little slow, and you're, you have to be more creative. But those are often the most fun times of the year, Danny, because then we have the artistic freedom Anybody can do sports radio when there's a million NFL stories. and But where you really earn your money is when there's not a lot going on and if you can hold the audience. And so that I like the challenge of that, although I wouldn't like to do that year-round. But it's good for a few months of the year. It keeps you on your toes. Yep. And, and, and as far as the teaching game, Danny, was it easier or harder? How does that work? Or is it the same year-round? 
I would say the kids are at their worst right before the Christmas break because they smell some freedom coming up. At that point, they've been in school long enough to be really sick of it. I'm learning. I'm thinking back to last school year, and I remember the week leading up to the Christmas break, principal and the dean were just doing that face palm and rubbing their eyes a lot. And there were there was a line of kids in the office waiting to go into their offices to have little powwows because there was a lot of misbehaving going on. And I remember one of the gym teachers telling me, these fucking kids can't wait to get out of here. They should have just let them go a week ago. That's- so that's that's probably the most difficult part of the school year right there. Yeah, and that must be some kind of primal thing that we all are wired with. Because even as adults, like right before you go on a vacation or you have a long weekend, let's just say not a lot of stuff gets done in a timely manner. Usually the last day you're in the office or you're in the radio station. You know, things you you got one foot out the door, right? You're, you're, You're thinking about something else. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. All right, now, next up on the mail bag as we bounce around and around and around. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Nick in Wisconsin writes, and he says, Ben and Danny G, going back to last week, next time Danny gets flowers from Trader Joe's, he should tell the cashier they are for someone special and say himself. Because no one ever buys him flowers. There you go, Dan. You can say that. <laughs> Just to see the reaction. He says, uh, the, the question is, how often do both of you guys buy your significant other flowers or a gift randomly? Uh, that's from Nick in Wisconsin. So, uh, you know, every once in a while, I don't do it enough. And, you know, I've been married for a while now, so I should. Uh, but we, we try to take care of each other as much as we can. My wife's very good about that. And I, I make the effort in different ways. Uh, but I, and I used to get flowers quite a bit. You know, what turned me off to the flower thing. I've never been a big fan of buying flowers because you're buying something that you know is going to be bad within a couple of days. Mm -hmm. And that always bothers me. It's like a total waste of money. Uh, but I know, you know, your, your lady likes the flowers. So you get the, the flowers, but when we were selling the old Maller mansion, we were showing the house. We had people coming over, potential buyers and real estate agents. And my wife was very good at staging the house. But one way you stage the house is you get flowers, fresh flowers. People who buy houses love the smell of the flowers. And so we were buying flowers for, you know, the house was on the market for a couple of months. Every week we were buying flowers. I was at, I was at Trader Joe's buying flowers every week. And I was like, oh, man, 
what a pain. And so we kind of got all the flowers we needed in that period of time a couple of years ago. And that's that. But what about you, Danny? I will give you a tenderoni tip. Instead of flowers that die off, get your girl some succulents. Giggity, 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 giggity. There you that go. is the way to go because the ice plants or the, the desert plants come in cool little vases usually. And nowadays there's some creativity. Like the last one I brought home to my girl was a, a nice color blue and it was a ceramic shark. It had a cool uh, succulent in it. And so that's the way to go. Cause you know, yeah, my, my chick, like all others likes flowers, but then, you know, they wind up wilting and unless the girl is first with you, She's not going to dry out the flowers and save them. You give them the succulents, though, and they can have them in their apartment or their house for years. That is the way to go right there. Yeah, that's a good move. And my move when I was dating, and it's probably the reason I was single for so long, is I've I've told this before, but on uh, Valentine's Day, I always had to work, do radio. And so I'd be like, all right, let's meet like a day after or two days after Valentine's Day everything was half off the flowers, the candies, all that stuff. So I'd buy flowers. That's why I buy flowers. Cause they were half off. I was like, all right, that's half off. Loser. They're going to die anyway. That's all right. That's the move. <laughs> I am such a radio loser. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, next up. I got mail. Yay. I got mail. Yay. Jay writes in, he says, big Ben, have you ever thought about putting a best of the bits fifth hour? I know it would be hard to narrow it down, but I would love to hear the famous hollering James game show while sleeping. Boy, that was an amazing, (laughs) amazing night of radio and some Marcel and Blair in the octagon. What? And even that, uh, that feeling guy singing karaoke. My name is Luca. Uh, There are so many good ones. The show uh, on the show. Thanks. That's from Jay. Uh, yeah, well, we, we have done some, they call them bank shows or evergreen shows. You, you did a great job, Danny, when I was, uh, I think it was, was it traveling? Was that when I was in uh, North Carolina Yeah, on the family trip for the wedding? And you did a wonderful job on that. And uh, we do have a lot of material. It takes a long time though, to go through all that stuff, but we could have a couple of, of shows, I guess, ready to go just in case, right? And have those ready to go. But uh, that that hollering James game show, I would like to hear again myself. That was one of the craziest. It's got to be the craziest moments happened in the history of the show. The guy was fast asleep, Danny. And we were basing his answers based on whether he snored or not. Like if he snored, it was too much. If he didn't snore, it was not enough. And he, he hand to God, he won the game. We didn't doctor it. We didn't play with it at all. He won the game. Do you know what month uh, that was? What month, what year that was? I would love somebody to flip uh, you that. No, I think that was, I want to say that was during the COVID time. Um, it was, it wasn't a, a year end show. Um, if you talk to Coop, he might know kind of the rough, rough point of time, but it, it was, it was crazy, man. It was one of the, the zaniest things. Uh, that I've had since I've been here. And there's been some crazy stuff, crazy stuff. When Jeannie and Medford started rapping, doing gangster rap all of a sudden, that was one of the craziest nights. I'm bouncing. I lived in Compton. Uh, when she started yelling at Pete in Pittsburgh and sounded like a different person, it was... it was. Yeah, she was speaking in tongues. Oh, man. And then, of course, when she was having the party in Medford, and you're like, there's a party in Medford! Oh, then, yeah, she's passed the phone to her. Yeah, she had a boyfriend there. Yeah. She had a raggedy boyfriend there. She passes the phone to him, and Coop is in the background going, that's Joe. And he says, hi, I like the Saints. <laughs> yes, yes, that was funny. It was your viral version. It was your version of that viral kid who said, I like totals. Yes, yes, that famous TV moment. That's funny. I like totals. All right. Well, Jay, we will consider that, and you never know. We may surprise it coming up. It'll be the holiday season before you know it. Here we go. Mail, motherfucker. All right. Next up is Kevin in Kansas. He says, Dear Big Ben and Danny G. Danny G, I remember a Clay Travis show where Jason Martin couldn't get to work because of an ice storm, and <laughs> Clay busted him for the next three hours. Have either of you had to drive to work in treacherous conditions? Did you ever get ribbed for missing work for a legitimate reason? 
All right, so I'll go first. Now, being in L.A., we have not had really bad weather. We get really nasty rainstorms every once in a while, but they're not like northeastern rainstorms or midwestern rainstorms or southern rainstorms. So it's a different animal in California. Uh, with you know, Once in a blue moon, they'll get some really bad weather uh, that will be legitimately bad weather. Uh, I've been late a few times over the years. I had a flat tire. I got a ticket. One time when I was doing local radio, this is really embarrassing. Uh, we had studios in Burbank. I was living in Orange County, and I had a sat- I had a Friday night show, got off at like 1 in the morning, had a quick turnaround, had to come back. The show started at like 7 or 8 in the morning. And so I was, I was telling my mom, I'm like, I don't know. I'm little, I don't sleep well. I'm concerned. She's all just get a hotel room. So I got a hotel room, a cheap hotel in Burbank. And I went to, you know, went to bed and I was all excited. I'm going to do the show. And I slept, I overslept by like an hour and I showed up late and I'm all like freaking out. I'm like, Oh man, I'm going to you know, lose my job. And I was doing the Ben and Dave show and I park in the lot right near Warner brothers and I get out of the car and I'm like hustling into the, into the studio, into the station. And right next to me is the guy I did the show with, Dave Smith, who was also late, who was also late by an hour. So I was like, all right, there you go. I don't feel bad anymore. I don't feel bad anymore. And, and one time the, the station, Fox Sports Radio actually got me a hotel room right near the studios in Sherman Oaks where Jay Scoop stayed because of Carmageddon. You remember Carmageddon? Oh, yeah, the 405. Yeah, they were very concerned that I wouldn't be able to make it to work. And so all the the people that had shows on the weekends, when the freeway was closed, they got us uh, hotel rooms. And I I was I was sitting in my hotel room. I was looking at the 405 freeway being shut, you know, shut down, but there was no traffic. It was like there was no traffic anywhere. I could have easily just stayed home. But anyway, uh, what about you, Danny? Any traffic related faux pas? <laughs> That's a beautiful part of Sherman Oaks. So that's Probably the last time you had hookers in cocaine. <laughs> yes. Anything you want on Ventura Boulevard. There's a reason there's a lot of songs mentioning Ventura Boulevard. Bunch of hookers and cocaine. There's a lot of stuff happening over there. Yeah. And I wanted to mention uh, about Jason Martin. That was a memorable episode of Outkick because he couldn't drive in because snow was coming down there in Nashville. The reason he told Clay he couldn't see out his windshield was because it was an opaque color. What? <laughs> we got the best laugh out of that. So Clay dubbed it opaque gate. Yeah. Yeah. So listeners still will mention that to this day. Hey, man, I remember opaque gate. And we still bust Jason's balls about that. Um, you know, the only thing that comes to mind, and I've talked about it before briefly on this podcast, during the COVID lockdown, I got pulled over by Burbank PD and they thought I was a drunk driver for sure. And the the female cop who first pulled me over said she didn't like the look in my eyes. Oh wow. Did you have to do the the walk the 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 uh, and do the alphabet and all that? Yeah, I had to do the walk. They didn't make me do the alphabet, but I had to do the walk. A couple of backup officers showed up. One was a fan of Petros and Money. So he understood why I was in a hurry to get to the studios. Clay had a lot of fun with it on the air. Talk! And then the last officer who showed up was a female, and she asked for my phone number before I left. Really? Took my digits. Wow, look at that. Did she call you? Uh, No, never got a call from her, but she was a really pretty Latina officer, and she was, like, standing there talking with me. Like we were at a nightclub before I left. So the first officer basically told me I had a lazy eye. <laughs> and then the second female wanted my number. It was very hit and miss that night. Man, about that. I wonder why she didn't call you. I don't know. She was worried she'd get in trouble at work or something like that. It was probably not a good idea. One of the other officers probably caught her doing that on their on their cam. Yes, yeah, you got to be careful on that. You want to lose your job over trying to get a date. All right, next up. On the mailbag. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Our friend Jennifer from Richmond, Virginia, writes in. She says, hello, Ben and Danny G. By the way, you know Virginia's for lovers. It says it on the license plates when you're in. Never heard that before. 
Uh, ben and Danny G. Uh, ben, would you please do me a favor and accidentally delete the Russell Wilson and Sierra soundbite? Go Hawks and go to sleep from the entire Fox studio soundboard. My ears bleed and my spirit cringes every single time I'm forced to listen to it. Not a deal. Even after Wilson's trade, it still gets played. Please, Ben and Danny G, make it stop. Our friend Jennifer says, <laughs> well, uh, we don't use that drop on this podcast. She says, I love, I love you even more, Ben, if you do. Well, very kind, uh, Jennifer. Uh, you got to remember that was an important night of radio, Jennifer. And Danny, that was the night I was doing a monologue praising the Seahawks for not extending Russell Wilson. Cause the deadline was at midnight on the West coast. My show, the beginning of the show is at 11 o'clock. And by the end of the monologue, it had been announced by Adam Schefter that Russell Wilson had a contract. And then we saw, we saw what he said on Twitter and I was like, Oh crap. Mr. Unlimited. Oh man. Is it true? Do you agree with this statement? Russell Wilson is the corniest quarterback in all of sports or the, I should say the corniest athlete in all of sports. He, he's just a big nerd. But it's like he's trying too hard. Yeah, he is like Carlton from Fresh Prince of Bel Air trying to be easy E. <laughs> hey, speaking of Russell Wilson, so let me play this audio. This is uh, Pete Carroll after the Monday night game. He's talking on Seattle radio to the media and listen to him explain to the Raiders the Chargers and the Chiefs and anyone else that plays the Broncos, what you need to do if you want to own Russell Wilson. Let's go to the audio tape. Yeah, really the we really were focused in on on Russ's play uh with our pass rush and and that's really the way to play him you, you you can move him and you can make him go i think he moved 10 times and he completed two passes on the times we moved him out of the pocket and moved moved him around like we, we were trying to it's really hard it's, it's a hard dynamic to, to so many factors in there but we're trying to push him in directions and and when you do it's that, hard for me to hear I, when i think of russell wilson i think one of the great passers on the run and you're saying the key is to get him to run a little. Yeah, bit. Well, he moves. We moves to his left. It's it's hard for him, you know, in, in numbers wise and all that. So we we just we were able to do some stuff, and and uh, it wasn't perfect at all, but it was but it was effective, and we felt like we were controlling it. And and so uh, it wasn't always just getting clean to get the sack. It was to try and, and make him go where we wanted to go. And and guys did a good job. We could do better. Uh, I, I'd like another shot at that that game plan, you know, to see if we could just just clean it up. But um, it was a really really good job. By uh, by Clint and his, and his guys, and, uh, and just a thrilling effort by the guys too to, to do what they did down by the in the red zone and down by the goal line. It was incredible. Isn't that a crazy soundbite? Oh, you, that's wild. He doesn't he doesn't throw well moving. Yeah, he can go to his left. That's like an NBA player, Danny, who can only go to his right. Right? If you make him dribble the other way, he's going to turn the ball over, throw it away. That's wild to me that he said that. Crazy dog vomit if you push him to the left. Wow. Uh, anyway, uh, so Jennifer, uh, I don't think we'll be able to delete the audio, but I will make an effort. I'll tell Roberto and Danny if you want to. That's good audio, though, right? I mean, we we can play it every once in a while. How about we play it only like once a month? I mean, yeah, Roberto is who she's worried about. I wouldn't want to hear his voice on this podcast unless it was something funny where we were busting his balls. But as far as a drop sounding cool, that's not Russell Wilson. No, no, cool is not in his game. You've got mail. All right, next up is Big Greg in Iowa says, hey, dear Ben and Danny G. Uh, ben, since you have the game shows mixed into your show throughout the week, if Danny G and yourself were to each make a three-person team to do a trivia competition and could only choose four uh, from members of the Mallard Militia, the trivia would involve 12 questions of random categories from pop culture the history to sports, who would each of you choose from your team and why? Uh, he also says, uh, Ben, if you were to choose Justin in Cincinnati, you would lift the ban from the game shows. 
Uh, it's Big Greg in Iowa. Thanks for your time. He says, very polite of you, Big Greg. Uh, so I would not pick Justin in Cincinnati. Justin lost his trivia mojo, and he also lost credibility on the game. The first pick would have to be Uncle Mo from Brooklyn. Who? Uh, Uncle Mo is a machine at sports trivia. Never heard of him. This guy's like Rain Man. Unbelievable with the sports trivia. So he'd be the first pick. My buddy in Maine would be the second mm-hmm. pick. The third pick, there's like four or five different ways I can go on the third pick. I might take a pop culture person. Uh, I might, might go off the grid. Not a, a normal uh, type person on the on the game. Uh, anybody pop in your head there, Danny G? Yeah. Pick a few people. Who would you pick? Who is our friend from Fremont? Oh, Andrew from Fremont, yeah. California. So, yeah. To block for Andrew, I would have Doc, Mike, and Dick and Dayton <laughs> as his O-linemen, just for the intimidation factor. Yeah. And then I would let Andrew in Fremont run the ball to the goal line. Oh, man. I, the, the, Andrew's really good. It, it's he's, You know, he's kind of like Russell Wilson, Andrew, that he's great when you're talking baseball. But if you make him go left and talk about football or certain NBA people, he has nothing. He's got nothing. What's wonderful, and I don't know if I'm sharing a secret, I shouldn't, but Jonas Knox used to call into our show a lot, and he would impersonate Andrew in Fremont. In fact, I think I have a drop of him doing that right here. It's embarrassing that that he knows that. And we would die laughing because – it was spot on, and a lot of people thought it was Andrew when, in fact, it was Jonas. Yeah, and the funniest was we we had Andrew. I think you were there when Andrew came in studio, and uh, he, he was with his parents, you know, and all yeah. that. And, you know, normally, and I'm I'm not bragging, but normally when people come into the radio station, it's a special thing. Not everyone gets to do it, and we're not really supposed to have a lot of people visit us, and so – there's a, only a, a select few group of people that get to go to the radio station. And so, yeah, you have to fill out a fat sales info form. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have to have credit and all that. But n- normally what happens is people are, are very polite and kind and, and really thrilled to be there. Andrew was like, I've been at the station in the Bay area and it's better. You know, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> They had better microphones there. Oh, I was like, what are you doing? You gotta be joking. I was like, what are you, you gotta be kidding? What a what a what chutzpah for Andrew. Yeah. You guys call yourself the LA market? <laughs> That's great. You what kind know. of control board is that? You never know when the monitor might burn up. You never, never know. Never, never know. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. <laughs> Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Uh, all right, we have time for a few more. It is the mailbag. These are actual questions by actual listeners who have sent them in. If you would like to fill up the mailbag, and some weeks we get a lot of questions, some weeks it's kind of slow, and we're doing this during football season. We need all the questions we can get, and we'd love for you to be a part of this. And if you want to recommend something you want to hear on the podcast, if you want to tell us you like something, something you don't like about the podcast, it is all fair game. Just make sure you put your name and city in there. You can send a message to realfifthhour at gmail.com, realfifthhour at gmail.com, and spell that all out, spell the word fifth out. And we may, we may use your comment or your question on the air. We also have the Facebook page, uh, which uh, Jennifer and some other people have taken advantage of. And so you can be part of the show many, many different ways. And, and thank you to the thousands of listeners who downloaded the mailbag last weekend, last Sunday, before the first game kicked off. So it'll yeah. be up early enough for you to do that. Good job by you, Danny, getting that thing up early in the morning. Giggity, 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 giggity. Yeah, we said if as long as the downloads are good, it's worth our time to come in here. And the most valuable currency we all have is our time, Danny. We're dedicating our time to this. And so we'll keep it going. And uh, next up. Mail, motherfucker. All right. Uh, listener Joe in New York uh, writes in. He says, uh, Ben and Danny G, what is a huge hit in our society that really annoys you? Uh, well, that's kind of a, a an open-ended generic question, Joe. But I, I guess the thing that pops into my head here, and I'll let Danny go after me, is the thing that has changed a lot in recent years that seems to be very popular that really bothers me is celebrating victimhood. I don't like that. I was not raised that way. I was not you know, raised with that approach to life. And it seems like so many people want to be the victim, love to play the victim card and love, they get clout that way on social media. And that just, that's a bad thing. That's a flaw that I would like to see flip back around, but it is a hit in society. It's very popular. So many people are doing it. It seems like younger and younger people love to be the victim and, and get all that attention and all that. So that really annoys me. Anything in society that's, a, that's popular or a hit, as Joe says here, that you're uh, you're not happy with it. It bothers you. Did you see the news story recently about the inmate who claimed he was chained up and forced to listen to that baby shark song? I don't think I saw that one. No, I guess he was trying to drop some lawsuit and it turns out he was actually killed in jail. He died in jail, I should say. And so now there's some conspiracy theories out there. Can you imagine being forced to listen to that baby shark crap <laughs> for an hour on a loop? I think it would drive you mental. Yeah, that would not be be good. Every few years there's a song like that that's yeah, it's played in the ground. Remember was it Jerry Seinfeld the, the last like 10 days that was complaining he he was upset with Timmy Trumpet and he he compared it to when the Mets were in the World Series and I think it was who let the dogs out. Was that the song that was, it was, it was some kind of weird thing. The grounds crew was doing back like in 2000. So 22 years ago, whatever the, I forget what the song was. And I'm sure someone will email us and let us know, but it was some viral song like that. And Seinfeld was all upset. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, let's do. Yeah, you're uh, right. It was who let the dogs out. That was the Mets theme song throughout the 2000 postseason. Yeah, that was, yeah, Seinfeld was triggered by that. And that was, you know, when's the last time you heard that song? I mean, you know, well, they still play it at stadiums. It's interesting because there's those ESPN jock jams that still get played 30 years later. And the, no matter how brand new the stadium is, sometimes they just refuse to switch up the music. Yeah, you, you got to keep up with the times, right? You got to keep up with the times. and Yeah, I mean, there's some classics that'll never die, but there's also some songs that were just good in the moment back then, and we should let some of them rest. There are some old songs I hear, and I can close my eyes and imagine watching the Clippers or Lakers run out to warm up before the game because they would play it as their, their warm-up music when I was covering basketball all the time, and I – 
I fl- or I can uh, envision uh, cheerleaders dancing to to that particular song, which hasn't been played in years. All right, we got time for like two more quick ones. Jr. from Arkansas writes and he says, "Ben and, and Danny G, why does the American media obsess over the Queen's death? It's on every cable news channel." Um, well, Jr., you're probably watching too much cable news. That's number one. Number two, I don't know, Danny. I'm not that interested in it. No disrespect to the Queen. It's it's it really has kind of become like weekend at Bernie's at this point with all the uh, the, the <laughs> ceremonies and all that. I I get it. It's tradition and that's part of their culture, but it's not part of our culture. And it does seem odd to me that the American media is obsessed with it. It must get ratings. I guess that that's got to be it, Danny. We. We don't do things in media companies unless it gets ratings. That has to be the reason, right? I guess I'll admit, I'll admit it on the podcast. I killed the queen. No. Um. Yeah. Oh, Danny about, G, they're gonna come and get you. About the red coats are coming. Racist. <laughs> about two weeks prior to her death, we had a Spectrum News Channel on in the background, and some random story about the queen and the family came on the TV screen. And I turned and looked at my girl and I said, she's still alive. <laughs> I, I didn't know. And it, we're not into that here in our country. Most of us don't give a shit about that stuff over there with royalty and all that. That's not how we roll. So then when the news broke that she really did die, my Tinderoni looked at me and she was like, you know, you killed her, right? <laughs> you, you talked it into. Yeah. Into to existence. Real, yeah. Well, not a lot of points if you do a ghoul pool. A death pool, only four points, right? Because she was 90, 96. How about Marcel when he called up and started crying? He was a ball of tears here. Wow. The, the queen's passing. That was odd. All right, last one. We'll get out on this. Jay from uh, L.A., Van Nuys, not far away from where we do the shows from. He says, if an alien spacecraft landed here from another planet, Oh, George Nori question. I know. This sounds like a Nori question. You should have sent this to George Nori, you idiot. What's wrong with you, Jay? Anyway, uh, but thanks for downloading the podcast. He says, if an alien craft landed here from another planet on Earth and they laid out a feast of their food and their beverage, would you eat it? And how do you imagine it might taste? Ooh. All right. So, you know, fuck no, I'm not eating it. Okay. <laughs> I'll let I'll let somebody else eat it. <laughs> and I I can't imagine I don't know what it would taste I, I mean I would hope it would taste like stuff on this planet I kind of think everything in the universe is it's all made up of the same stuff right I mean like our I'm, I'm sure there's probably I, in fact we talked to George Nori about this and how vast space is and all that and the math on that that you know people think this is just like a, Earth is an accident there's probably a lot of other accidents that are just like Earth so if that's true, their food would be just like our food. I would think or close to it. What, what about you, Danny? Would you eat alien food if they visited and offered as a an olive branch between civilizations? Would you eat it? I might try it if it looked tasty. Right now I'm reading the Hunger Games books. I know they're old now, but I never read those. I want my chicken. So I picked up a Hunger Games book. I'm on the second one now. And it's not an alien thing, but it's way in the future where the story is set. And she keeps describing the food, like futuristic dishes. And it sounds pretty good. Like I would feast on it. If it looked good, Ben, and it smelled good, why not try it? You only live once. Yeah. Well, uh, George Nori also pointed out on the, and I, if you hadn't heard the Nori interview, I recommend listening to it, but he pointed out that, you know, how, how old the universe is and, you know, we, we're a relatively new civilization, they believe, based on what science has figured out. So if there's civilizations that are that are older than us, have been around longer than us, like think how much better food is today than what people were eating 200 years ago or 300 years ago. Yeah. Like with all the spices. Like there was a time when salt, the use of salt changed the way people ate because they were able to keep things longer and... It, that term, you're worth your weight in salt, is because salt was so valuable. Pepper, when pepper became used by mainstream society, that became a big deal. 
think think about how we came from that to now we we have YouTube channels on cooking, and we can make all this crazy uh, crazy concoctions in our kitchen that would have blown people away. And just imagine what that's going to be like if you know, people are hundreds of years ahead of us, thousands of years ahead of us. So. Yeah, what is that place in Orange County? Is it Medieval Nights? Is that what it's called? Medieval Times, I think. Oh, Medieval Times. Yeah. I've been there before for a birthday, and that platter of food they set in front of you, you're exactly right. It's cool to watch the horses and the jousting and all that, but they give you this bland turkey leg. It's nasty. I'm like, man, thank God for the food we have today. Oh, yeah, the food's great, and... But if that's all you knew back in the day, that's all you know. What are you going to do? All right, we'll get out on that, as we said. So, Danny, anything to promote? It is a Sunday, an NFL Sunday, week two, the full card, week two in the NFL. And if you missed Benny versus the Penny, still time to hear it. Friday podcast, download it. Don't miss it. But back in the yeah. radio studio today, Danny? Come on, Derek. Wipe that rust off yourself, homie. Um, I hope I have a smile as I go into the studio's for the Covino and Rich show, and then the warm-up, the show right before yours with Chris Plank and Arnie Spanier, and then, of course, you'll kick off the Ben Maller Show week. Yes, we've got a new week, and we will not be taking any calls from Baba Bowie. He will not be calling it, but we will take your phone calls on the Overnight Show, recapping everything going on in the NFL. Thank you again for supporting the podcast. I appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Later, skater. Got a murder, got to go. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.